I hope you're doing really well. And look, I just pulled up on the side of the road because I was compelled just to just to talk about something which I'm learning about. And and I, I advocate, I recommend for you to actually do podcasts or videos or just audios for yourself or some someone else. I mean, our focus is so often, and my focus has been so often um, denigrated, um, you know, uh, wrecked because it's been on, on myself so much. I mean, in, in my, my earlier years, it, it was so much on myself that I ended up in a a terrible state of depression, anxiety, worry, fear continuously. And even today, with knowing who I am, it still comes against me. But the difference is now I know it comes against me. It's not who I am. And I can tell it to go, and it goes. We have to resist the devil, and he will flee. It's as simple as that. Know that um, God has not given us a spirit of fear. He's given us the spirit of power, love, and a sound mind. So sound mind is the area that I'm I'm focused on at the moment. So I'm focused on sound mind. And my focus right now is for you, that you get what I've got. You may already have this understanding, but our world is, um, is dominated a lot of the time by um, who we're thinking about. God says to think of others and value others above ourselves. He says to first give, then you'll receive. He also says to do to others and do for others as you'd like them to do for us. So it's the focus of um, others. It's a focus of helping someone else. I know that there's so many examples that we can look at. Um, you know, a baby that's crying wants um, something. You know, and as they get older, they they may be, let's say, in a shopping centre or something like that, and they they want this this lolly or whatever it is, and they just they want it. They want it. They want it. Um, the mother or father might say, "No, you can't have it," until the point where the child throws itself on the ground and um, yells and screams. Mother, father look around, a bit embarrassed, um, and succumbs to the self will of that of that um, that that child. And gratifies it by giving it the lolly or whatever it's looking for. Uh, now the child's thinking, well, this this self um, behaviour really works. It's great. So what what's it doing? It's just actually strengthening uh, the focus on themselves. And what do we do as adults? I mean, quite often we'll uh, give someone a, a really poor look because it's not our um, our, our liking, whatever we've been given, or we'll. Um, cut off from someone and just 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 totally um, dismiss them with uh, no response to texts, no response to phone calls, no no um, nothing. And in a relationship with a husband and wife, it quite often ends up that if someone's offended uh, by the other person, that they'll just walk away. They'll just just put the control of silence and disengagement on them. It's a retaliation. It's a in a lot of cases, retaliation, it's like punishment for the other person. And what's that thinking about? Well, it's thinking about themselves. They're not thinking about kindness towards the other person or forgiveness. Uh, they're not thinking about any of those um, aspects at all. It's just a focus on what's it mean to me? What, ha, ha, how am I being affected by what's going on? You know that's terrible. I um I don't like that. Um, that's not okay. We can look at that in all areas of our life. 
that uh, you know if we're focusing on ourselves all the time, um, you know what's that going to mean to how we're going to be getting through this life, how we're going to be feeling? A lot of people think that it feels good to take control, but it doesn't feel good ultimately because we're hurting someone else, and that's not a good thing. Self um, focus is really the root cause to so much of the problems in in our lives it's it's just rampant in 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 um anger and bitterness and offense and offense offense is is one of the biggest hindrances that we see in relationships in business in every area of life it it, it actually causes people to to react it causes people to respond in ways that are just not kind, not helpful. We don't know what's going on in the other person's life. Look at uh, Stephen in the Bible when he was being stoned, and he said to God to take away the sin of those people. Please take their sin away for, for throwing those stones and killing me. I mean, can you imagine being hit by a brick in the head and saying, please forgive these people? I mean, most would be wanting to revenge and, and get back at them and uh, cut them down and, you know, speak really poorly of them. God says to forgive. He says to forgive. It's uh, an amazing quest to be able to forgive at that level. But they do not know what they're doing, obviously, if they're doing that. Now, quite often we'll step out of the spirit and into the flesh, and we too can be not knowing what we're doing, so encouraging each other, talking to each other, uh, even focusing on, you know, what would someone uh, like me to do for them? Maybe it's just simply listening with an open heart. Maybe it's smiling. Maybe it's as simple as that. But when we go into a conversation and we're just focused on getting our point across, making known what we need to tell them for, for our benefit so that we feel good, so we've got it um, done, we've got a tick on the, on the blackboard, or that's not going to really um, be an engaging, uh, helpful um, time for that other person. And it's when we're in teaching, when we're in um, communication of any sort, the power um, comes from empowering the other person. But how can we do that if we're thinking about ourselves? I had a time where I did six months of this academy course in how to speak. I just wanted to be a speaker. In fact, I went and bought a $400 jacket. And back then, you know, uh, 20 years ago or whatever it was, $400 was enormous. And uh, by the way, it's still hanging up in my um, in my uh, wardrobe, not being used. But I, I had the vision of, of, of making tens of thousands of dollars from speeches. And it was going to be so good for me. And it was going to mean so much that it was going to be my life. So you can see me coming into this. Well, I did a six-month academy course with people that have been paid $20,000 for a speech. So I thought, this is pretty good. I only have to do one speech every couple of months and I'll, I'll make it, you know. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be great. So six months training with these experts and um, out I came on my day, there was all the peers sitting down. I was on a, um, a platform, I had a 10-minute uh, talk to do. And then there were three international judges sitting on, on tables there. Well, the first thing I did was I, 
I passed around envelopes. I thought this was a really smart thing for me. They'll really think that I'm smart. And on the front of the envelope, I'd written endorphin generators. So, you know, um, when you laugh, your endorphins increase. So I asked everyone to open them and to put them on. Well, inside the envelope, there was a red nose, like a clown nose. And uh, one brave lady put Put it on her nose. She looked forward for the whole, whole of the whole of the talk. She didn't look to the left. She didn't look to the right. She was the only one with the red nose on. So good on her. <laughs> Out I came and uh, I did my presentation. And there was no ego in, in in what I'm about to tell you now. But but honestly, the 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 jaws of the um, the, the the three international judges uh, were dropped. Their eyes were open. They they'd never heard anything like this before. It was the worst thing they'd ever heard. They didn't know what to say. They just didn't know what to respond to. <laughs> it was terrible. It was absolutely terrible. You know, I had sweat coming down the center of my shirt. I was, I was panting, you know. I was just so focused on doing this right because this was going to mean my career. This was this platform to step into my career. And it was, it was, it was a waste of time. <laughs> but... Was it really a waste of time? Well, I'm coming to the next um, part of this journey in 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 knowing more about uh, focusing on other people and what that can mean to us. Because the next time I had a talk, uh, I'd been training long-term unemployed people in in Australia, and in Australia we've got um, Job Services Australia, or we did have. And it was Employment Plus and Job Find and all these other places that helped people find jobs. And my role was training long-term unemployed people in a three-day program. Now, when I trained those people and got to meet these people and love these people, they're great. Um, They've been out of work for 10, 15 years. They're worried. They're concerned. They're um, all concerned about themselves. Um, they, they said to me, and, and what I found was that they're alone. They needed someone to talk to, and particularly out of hours. Now, I'd been doing a counselling, or well, I was a counsellor with the Salvation Army for the um, suicide lines and men's lines, all those sorts of things. And in, in that, uh, at that time, they used to have a card, which meant uh, I could give to um, the unemployed people, and they could ring this number at any time and they could get some help, someone to talk to. So I had a presentation to do in front of about 50, 60 um, job service um, managers. Uh, this time, this talk was completely different. Um, you know, they had to pull me off the stage, basically. I, I wouldn't shut up. So there was no sweat and there was absolute, um, I guess, I was on fire. I was, I was passionate about them uh, helping these guys, these long-term unemployed people, or any unemployed people, to have this card so that they could ring someone and talk to someone and feel better and get something off their chest and connect. And that was a difference. This talk that I did with the JSAs was about them. It wasn't about me. It was to help them. It was to help the unemployed people. And that's the difference. When we focus 
on someone else. We're not focusing on ourselves, our fleshly ways. We're focusing on someone else. It feels good. It feels right. And it's in line with what God wants us to do. He wants us to focus on someone else. I hope that really encourages you. And uh, if you get something out of that, um, I didn't put any scriptures in there really. I referred to them, but I didn't didn't give you the citations. Um, search them out for yourself, maybe. Uh, look up the word uh, self-centeredness, self-focus, um, and, and, and share it with someone. Help someone else, because we're all in this together. And truly, we're, we're so often um, about ourselves, how we feel, how it impacts on us, what am I doing next, where am I going? Um, God knows our journey. He's got good plans for us. Now, it's Jeremiah. <laughs> good plans to prosper you. He has. So whatever we're doing, um, even if it feels bad, Romans 8.28 says that all things work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose. So if we're called according to his purpose, we'll follow his way. One of the main ways that I see that, that brings us into him more and more and more is by helping and focusing on someone else. Bless you.